suspects in custody, but they're all linked to the Garcia cartel. No witnesses have been willing to step up. These cartels are no joke. They've got everyone in their pockets. You've been through a terrible tragedy. Maybe you didn't see what you think you saw. Welcome. Welcome to the movie club. Come sit. Sit. Time. Time for us to talk about the movies. What movies? Well, I'll ask my guest. Alish, what movies are we talking about today? We're talking about Peppermint and Atomic Blonde. Are we talking about just one? I said movies. I meant movie. But anyway, yes, she's correct. We are talking about Peppermint today. And I gotta say, I was, you know what one of my favorite movies are? What is it? Man on Fire. You ever seen that Man on Fire? I haven't. No. It is a Denzel Washington movie where he's in like Brazil or Mexico, somewhere. And well, let me tell you, a lot of people, they go on fire now. I wouldn't have guessed that. No, man, is that a spoiler? Well, it's, 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 it's a tiny, just a little spoiler. It's a little spoiler. <laughs> it just getting a little spoiler. That's what we do for the movie club. We get a little bit of spoiler. This movie, Peppermint, is a lot like that movie, Man on Fire. Now I know people, y'all didn't hear me if y'all been listening to our Winners Month podcast. A lot of these movies they stem from the era of of Man on Fire and other revenge flicks uh, uh, here, thus. But this one, I have never seen a movie that has not only taking the the uh, not really the storyline, but the 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 editing, the way it, like the the shift, like the little color shift of of, of some of the scenes, it does a little shaky shit. That's mm-hmm. that's, that's like early nineties uh, film editing. That's like your Bad Boys too, you know. That's your uh, that's your uh, 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 paybacks. You know, these other little action movies from back then. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I like this movie. Don't let me get you wrong. I like this movie. But now you, oh, you Alice, do? you feel like you feel quite differently. How do you, how do you feel about this movie? I get it. Like, <laughs> I get what they were trying to do. And... I think I'm biased in the fact that one, I don't really like action movies to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just didn't do it for me. You know, there was nothing objectively bad about it. It mm-hmm. just wasn't my favorite. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So what, so give me, give me like, give me like, what about it? Give me one thing. Like, all right, let's talk about performances, right? Cause this movie is one. People don't know what the movie about is about. Uh, Jennifer Gardner as a mom um, whose family got murdered by the uh, cartels, and now she is uh, gone and batman off and <laughs> played a little MMA and came back and decided she's going to get revenge on the cartels, the, the corrupt, dirty cops, and everybody who has done her and her family wrong. Um, what did you think about the performances of this film? Um... I will say, oh, well, the only notable performance and like the only character that really matters in the film is Jennifer Garner, and I mm-hmm. think that she did do a really good job. I think for me, where I got a little bit bored, it just wasn't very visually enticing. Mm. Like, 
for a lot of the shots, it could have just been like an episode of CSI or something like that. You know, right. there was nothing that screamed cinematic at me. Therefore, there was I was just left a little bit bored. OK, OK. See, I could feel that. I could feel that. See, I like I like Jennifer Gardner's performances. Because she she sells this movie. Uh, I think she is honestly the one thing that does sell this movie for me. And that's because uh, a lot of this movie, the kind of premise is, let's take this uh, uh, white suburban mom and literally make her into Batman. And yeah. honestly, <laughs> she goes through, like, she's punished her through most of this. But there's still those little moments where she is motherly. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you, can't, you can't take that. You can take the, the mother out of the suburbs. But you can't take the suburbs out of the mother, apparently. Like even when she's like beating a dude up in a grocery <laughs> store, she's just like, "You gonna do right by your son, ain't you?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like I, I love that that little bit about her that gives that that kind of sets her character, uh, separates her character from like every other like movie of this type that we get to see. However, I will yeah. say, like you said, visually, there's not a lot going on here. Um, mm-hmm. It's very different than like a, a movie we're going to talk about uh, next week that I talked about with Sharon, Promising Young Woman, uh, where which shots, it, it honestly felt like an indie movie, but also a thriller action movie. This this feels like your run-of-the-mill uh, action movie. And I think yeah. if it's either this one or the next one that you're going to talk about, but this one is directed by Pierre Morel, who, if you didn't know, uh, is cinematographer, um, does a lot of the steady cam operation, cameraman work for a lot of Luc Besson films, which Luc Besson has done things like uh, Taken, The Transporter. So you'll see a lot of a lot of that from this. So he doesn't really have like a, a visual style of his own. I think he's pretty much taking what he's learned from watching Luc Besson and putting it on his work. And even still, with a bunch of can- of the, of the Steadicam work, I don't think there's a lot going on here. Yeah. It was not, like, very distinct. But I will say, I was going to make a comparison. This felt like watching Taken, and it's really funny that he also worked on Taken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which kind of just goes to show, like, how generalized it is as an action movie. He actually, he directed Taken. Oh, he did direct it? He did. He did direct okay. it, yeah. He, uh, he did Cinematography for Transporter, <laughs> District 13. No, he directed District 13. He did Unleashed, uh, Taxi 4. They made four taxis. But those were the big films that he uh, did. No, he did. He actually did the first Taken. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely why it feels... <laughs> he, he went from old white man to, to suburban housewife. And that's... You know, he, he that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to take regular-ass people and just show you that they can still do action moves. They still got it. They still got it. <laughs> it's like, See, but that was, like, another downfall for this movie for me mm-hmm. is how did she go from regular suburban house mom and then, like, I don't know, I think she was gone for, like, five years. Something like and that. she came back and was able to, like, single-handedly take down the cartel. I just... They literally, the only only explanation that they showed for that was like a clip of her doing some background MMA. Yes. <laughs> no gun training. You know, she didn't go to the Israeli special forces for a year. You know, she didn't do no push-ups. She just got hit a bunch. <laughs> and it's like, and now 
I can fight everybody. <laughs> I can do John Wick. Okay. Um, I think one of the part, one of my uh, favorite, like this movie is kind of dumb for me. Was <laughs> the FBI agent goes to to the <laughs> skid bro and is looking? She's like talking to the people and they're like not giving it. But one uh, hobo dude is like, oh, uh, she's like, isn't it dangerous for those kids over there? He's like, nah. We got an angel or something like that. Yeah. She turns, she's like, what? She turns around. There's just this big mural of her. Of, How did the uh, police not see that and be like, oh, you know, I bet she's got something to do with this. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like a big neon sign that says Jennifer Garner's character is here. <laughs> Everybody's looking around like, where is this woman? What is she doing? Maybe the big angel with guns for wings. Maybe <laughs> Literally. <laughs> also, a bone to pick with the crime analyst mm-hmm. who was like, when the FBI agent walks in and she's just like, oh, why is there no crime in Skid Row? And he's like, oh, that's kind of weird. And I'm like, you didn't notice that for no, like, three months? You know, that Skid Row something. had no crime or a giant <laughs> mural of a woman with gun wings? <laughs> Somebody's doing their job very poorly. That one part, like that one area, <laughs> that one section of the movie was just like, oh, y'all just, y'all dumb. Y'all, y'all yes. dummy dumb. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I say this is your run-of-the-mill uh, revenge, like uh, vigilante action movie. This, this is so by the numbers, by the paint, that it, it just, I can understand. When we get to, you know, the, the audience, uh, the audience critique, or you know, their what they what they thought of the film, will probably see that it probably didn't do so well at the time of its release, and you can definitely see why. But I do believe, and that's why I'm gonna I'm taking my I'm taking my grade right now. My grade, I give this movie a B, despite everything I've said here. I give this movie a B. Now it deserves a C. <laughs> this movie deserves a C, but I really do think Gardner's performance brings it up. Like a whole level. I really do. I, I agree with that. She is literally the backbone of this movie. Her back hurting more than it does halfway through this film. Because <laughs> she carried this movie so hard. Yes. 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 Um, there, I, there are other like smaller performances that I think are, are really cool. Like the, the, who's the, who's the, who's the good cop? <laughs> also the whole Bert bad cop told- trope. Uh, the, the corrupt cop trope that is just like obvious from from the start. Um, what is his name? John Ortiz. John Ortiz, who plays uh, Detective Moises Beltran. Uh, Beltran. I thought he was pretty cool. I thought he was pretty cool throughout the movie. Um, yeah. Other than that, yeah, there's there's really not much going on here. I still think it's fun. I think if you if you are a fan of this type of film, I think it is a fine enough addition to you know your collection of these films or like you're watching a marathon of these i think you'll have a good enough time i just think it's not nothing to elevate the genre or the subgenre. um but now that's my not. grade for it. what what what, what, do, what do you have what, what's your grade talk to talk to uh old pierre morel real quick if it wasn't for jennifer garner i would truly give this movie like a d um because there was the whole plot, everything about it has to do with her. And she did give a really, really good performance. But I don't know. I give it like a C. Okay. A solid, 
maybe a C plus mm-hmm. for, for good old Jenny. Um, <laughs> but the plot is kind of boring. I feel like mm-hmm. they kind of like exploited the revenge plot a little bit hard when they were just like, am I allowed to talk about spoilers and stuff? Yeah, go ahead. They, well, I guess this isn't a spoiler. It happens in like the first 15 minutes. Um, they kill her kid and her husband and she just lays there in their blood and she's like, oh, these are the guys that did it. And they're like, oh, I see you're taking lithium. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> Sorry. Lay it on so thick. What it was like, not only was the lawyer, the prosecutor, uh, uh, pretty much a mob lawyer, but the defense was, uh, oh no, the, pro- the defense was a mob lawyer. The prosecutor maybe take a bribe like he was just sitting there looking at his nose like man i forgot that did i put my laundry list in here and the judge was like oh i'm, I'm also bad and it's just like what well, what's the point who did you not buy off why even have this court like what's <laughs> how much money did this take you exactly and like i in my little notes i even have like it did play on strings a little bit that everybody's like she's crazy mm-hmm. her family died she doesn't need lithium therefore she absolutely doesn't remember every anything right mm-hmm. i like i said at the beginning don't like action movies at one point in this film i felt like primal instincts like build up and i was like that's fucking cool i don't know if i'm cursed sorry no, but yeah. don't fuck um, with sorry <laughs> um but when she comes back to la and everybody realizes it Mm-hmm. and they see the three gunmen hung on the ferris wheel my primal instincts were like <laughs> she did it <laughs> ah so you're you're a fan of predator i see yeah okay yeah that's, that's <laughs> um uh but from there it was kind of downhill again because i don't really like overtly violent things mm-hmm. and I get that what she was doing was like for the better good and out of revenge and whatnot, but I feel like she, if she was going to leave the country, she should have just like started a new life somewhere else. But that's me. That has nothing to do with the movie <laughs> or the plot. You're more like, she should have, she should have got over it. Go on, go, took that money, go on to Bali, whatever. Exactly. I don't know. Rob a bank, try again somewhere else. But I understand where she was coming from. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. So what do you, what did you think? Last thing it did, and then we'll move on to what the what the what the audience thought. Um, what did you think of that ending? That obviously sequel baited ending where he puts the handcuff key in her hand. I think that irritated me more than anything. I was just like, personally, I am not a fan of sequel baiting mm-hmm. or optimism in films like this i think he should have just let her die right there she wanted to mm-hmm. this doesn't need to turn into taken but like gender flipped you know yeah and that's what i feel like the ending i feel like the ending kind of negated every good thing that had happened up to that point mm-hmm. i think uh i also agree so much with you there because the, the, the same ending and this is spoiler for a whole different movie uh, if you haven't seen either Man on Fire or Promising Young Woman, uh, please skip five minutes ahead. But, um, all right, they're gone. Um, 
but both of those characters during their whole revenge uh revenge fuel like escapade they die at the end they kind of like not really martyr themselves i guess but sacrifice themselves for what they believe in um i think it would have been definitely i think that type of ending for this definitely would have worked like if like like you said if they if he had let her die or if she had died even before he got there like he 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 got there and it was too late you know to and like, like I said, it's, it's, it's just sequel baiting at this point for a sequel that honestly probably isn't going to come anytime soon. I would be surprised, surprised if I see a trailer for Peppermint 2, Electric Boogaloo. I said it. I didn't mean to say it, but I had, I had to. It's there. It's right there. We all, we can just move on. But um, <laughs> if, that is a, if that is a thing, I will be surprised. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even hear anything. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> but no. So that is what we think, people. What did the audience think of this movie? Well, with a budget of, and we got one in the ranges, $22.8 million to $25 million, this movie made a whopping $53.9 million at the box office. Now, that isn't a flop, but it isn't great, right? It made twice its budget back, right? It made its budget back two times. But I feel like for most, and this is a uh, Sticks Films, not a big studio. I mean, kind of a big studio. You see them on a lot of films. But this isn't like Universal, Paramount, or nothing like that. I still feel like they're probably looking for tri- triple-digit returns for their movie. So, again, that's just another reason why uh, you probably won't see... A peppermint too you know this movie didn't do great in the theaters um i think the people that went to go see it probably went to go see it off of jennifer gardner's uh, name alone so i don't know how strong her name carries weight nowadays i don't know it kind of stands the reason also depending on when this came out september 2000 2018 i don't know what else come out came out that weekend but probably a heavy hitter Probably a heavy hitter. So, people. I didn't know this movie existed until you told me about it. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's the problem with these smaller, like, well, small little action movies. Huh, I think this only really came, uh, this got a really big play after it came out on Netflix last year. That's two years later that this movie got put, like, get, got its re release, got kind of like new life through. Netflix streaming. So, mm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, people, that's it for us. Eilish, tell them where they can find you on them interwebs. You can find me on Instagram at Eilish Bailey Photography. Is that it? Yeah. I feel like you got a, a, a Facebook? Oh, I do have a Facebook. It's the same thing. Eilish Bailey Photography. <laughs> People, please do go find her if you want them photograph them good photographic pictures. I can't talk. I can't okay. talk as well as Eilish can take them pictures. <laughs> they are very beautiful taken. Please go check them out. Look and enjoy. You can find me on Letterboxd, King Price for Life, wherever Production 1200 stuff is listened to. And of course, you got my outro at the end. Goodbye. Find her. I don't care.
care if you have to burn the city down. Watching someone take everything from you, it turns you into somebody else. Social media is lit up with support for her. She's a multiple homicide suspect. Not to them, she's not. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Make sure that you check out uh, the other shows that we have on the Facebook, the other main podcast that comes out every other Tuesday. Make sure you leave a like, share it with your friends and your family. Go check out our YouTube where we have content from other production 1200 works and make sure you follow us on the Instagram. We post sometimes there. We'll, we'll do more. We'll, we'll try. Maybe. Like us on uh, iTunes podcast, rate and review. Give us them five stars. And we'll see you next time.